You're listening to RLCF Retrospective. This episode starts off a series we'll do of interviews with residents from the 2021 North Louisiana Virtual Residency. The release of these episodes coincides with the two-month exhibition of the works they completed from the residency. Produced in partnership with the North Central Louisiana Arts Council, RLCF is proud to have been able to provide an opportunity for artists to engage and collaborate with each other to produce new artworks. You can find more information about the residency and view the exhibition at nicklackgallery.org from February 1st through March 26th, 2022. In today's episode, Nicklack Executive Director Madeline Merrick talks with Christina Cozzoliozzo and Shannon Rose Moriarty. Christina is a graphic artist living in Athens, Greece, and Shannon is a mixed-media artist based in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Hi, I'm Shannon Rosemary-Arty. I am a visual artist that normally would work with clay. More often than not, I do work with mixed materials, and I focus on relationships, surface, surface decoration, and form to show relationships and connections. Recently, I've been really focused on installation, and at the start of this project, I had my home studio in the middle of North Philadelphia, and since then, I've now relocated to Westchester, Pennsylvania. Yes. My name is Christina. I'm from Greece. I'm an artist, and I'm mainly focused in painting, either digital or on a canvas. Uh, the subjects I like to work on uh, derive from uh, everyday symbols and uh, some dreams that I like the dream world of the imagination that occurs uh, throughout uh, my life and my subconscious mind and I like to create worlds. Uh, the past month, uh, uh, the past year, sorry, uh, I've been working mainly with shapes and uh, the digital representation of them uh, through the illustrator program. Before maybe talking, you know, as a collective pair, maybe talk about your approach to creating, mark making. I think that will easily lead itself into how, you know, in your project specifically, both of you are navigating these like two visual languages and just like it seems like that started in a very intuitive way out of your own individual process. Like for me, I... I just really like to play. I like to experiment. I like to explore. I really enjoy just seeing what happens. Um, very curious about how things fit together or why things fit together. And I like just going with the flow of it all, letting material lead itself to what happens next, which is kind of natural with ceramics and clay because it's this cyclical ongoing process that is playful and it is fun. But when COVID first started and I then moved from this collaborative ceramic studio into my home studio or created a home studio, it was like, okay, I don't have access to the material that I normally would. How can I continue making art in this way where I can still be playful, I can still experiment, I can still look to see what happens next. So I began block printing and painting on papers and cutting things apart and building these collages. And I was also working on teaching. So I'm making my own work, but I'm also teaching in my home studio. 
And that's where I was exploring zine making and telling personal stories with my students. So it all kind of informed how I was moving. And then just because I'm an artist hoarder, you know, I'm collecting all of these papers, I'm collecting cardboard, I'm collecting tissue paper, I'm collecting scraps of this or scraps of that, while also really focusing on documenting what my life looked like. And just trying to piece some kind of creative process together so I was still being creative and still fueling my artist self, which is one of the original reasons why I was looking for a virtual residency because I wanted collaboration. I wanted to play, I wanted to experiment. I wanted to meet new people. I wanted to do all of these different things. And sometimes just building a studio relationship with somebody or a group of people can be really helpful. Um, so that's kind of how all of that came to be with my paper sculptures or my paper collages versus my clay sculptures and my clay installations. Okay. Yes. And for me also, uh, I think as a painter, I focus a lot on the colors. And that is something that I needed a lot to express throughout the past two years because of the quarantine. And um, so I felt the need of creating shapes and uh, images and um, stories of people that as we were in isolation, we didn't have contact with people. So I would uh, just go open my PC, the illustrator using the the layers, my drawings, creating stories that didn't exist, but they created some sort of narration. And that would fill a little bit my day uh, in a way of creating something throughout the day, as at least for us in Athens was very uh, specific what we could do. We were very strict, restricted. And at the same time, what we were allowed to do were to walk around the city so I would just walk around uh, imagining like uh, maybe seeing some colors, taking pictures, placing colors outside of my house. Yeah, so I would walk around the city, create uh, images, take uh, objects from outside like rocks, things, bring them back home, use them to make a collage or something. What I had more in it was to create some sort of a story and a reflection of my everyday life at that moment that was quite restri restricted. And that's, and that's how I ended up also searching for uh, online uh, residencies as I thought that was a, a need for, a worldwide need for from the artists to collaborate and to communicate. So that was something that I needed as well, like a uh, virtual workshop, like Sanon said, something to feel like okay, we're doing something together. I have a reflection The you know, life became a screen suddenly and you needed some sort of other relationship uh, in a way in order to create as well. Do you feel like both of you um, found that connection of just this, you know, need to create and need to kind of connect that 
came easily when y'all started working together or how did you kind of pair up talk about that how did we get together um remember. how did we get together from the last ones right i think we were one of the last pairs to link up but i think i was so focused at the beginning of the residency learning about everybody else that i wanted to figure out what they wanted to do i wanted to figure out what other people's goals were and i wanted to know how other people worked and with christina when we were talking back and forth i think it was on instagram we were talking back and forth about like yeah. what and why and i think we were talking very philosophical about repetition but reality and like how do you repurpose things in order to stay playful? Because we both are very intuitive and we were like, really, I at least was really finding answers or a moment to be reflective when I was talking to Christina at the beginning. And for me, it was kind of nerve wracking. I was like, oh my goodness, like I'm talking to all of these different artists. Like, how do you just, how do you link up? Like, how do you pair up? Um, especially when it was all digital. Um, I remember there was this one Zoom we were having with all of us. And I don't remember who it was, was talking about like, well, when you figure out who your artist pair is, like, let us know. And at that point, Christina and I had already decided, but we hadn't yeah. disclosed it. So we were like talking about this like secret artist relationship that nobody else knew about. Um, <laughs> which also felt silly in the moment and playful and was like all right well I guess we're doing this yeah and we some in some way like uh, instantly communicated in the, not little jokes but our we found the language I think very uh, fast a communicating yeah. a bridge something a channel of communication so and I think Instagram helped as well like we could see each other's work, how we thought, how we were thinking, what we wrote under po underneath our posts. Yeah, that and came up a lot. And that's why I think we also ended up uh, creating a page uh, as part of our final piece on Instagram. A shared right. account. We're both really reflective. And even though our work is incredibly visual, when we were posting on Instagram, we were being vulnerable that not a lot of people understood unless you really dissected it. And I think we both took the time when we were getting to learn each other to do that, which was, I think, a big, yeah, yeah, we can do this moment. Yeah, it's true. And we let ourselves get to know each other first, I think, a little yeah. slowly, slowly. We showed a lot of um, our sides. It wasn't just yeah. uh, I do art let's do art only i think i really remember and hope we can do that soon shannon our uh, friday uh, night that we just were inside it was uh, very cold with just a glass of we had a glass of wine and we're talking it was about great the news. yeah yeah we did like a virtual happy hour basically where we were just talking about work but also talking about life and talking about the day and the week and the good things and the bad things yeah exactly was that part of your practice before this experience is like your life and just things going on always been there or did this kind of pull it out more? I think my work 
my work always collects personal. Um, whether it's memories or nostalgia or like importance of some sort, whether it's positive or negative, I'm, my work always kind of explores that energy it takes to take care of yourself, but also take care of others and how relationships balance on that. So the personal act of making is also really big with mm. my work and it just there was no reason to not do that with this project especially when you're choosing to do and make and be with somebody else like why would you not put yourself into it like, yes it's true my work is very honest too um so that is something that like sooner or later would have revealed uh, to Shannon. And uh, another characteristic that uh, I have in my work is that because I use a lot of colors and there is, I don't want to say the word goofy. I want to say the word funny. And there is this characteristic in my work that it, when I say something serious, it is a little bit covered with a humoristic and sarcastic uh, sense that uh, I definitely have the need to communicate it as well in my everyday life it's part of me so yes that's something I I use to I mean, express that's so true um, when ultimately at the end of the day with this project like it is honest it is truthful it's vulnerable it's happy, but it's also like has these really big pitfalls of sadness from out our year. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of everything in it. There's a lot of duality. Yeah, I think your work, both your work like reflects that, like honesty for sure. What about um, kind of how you were, so like, you know, y'all were talking on Instagram, you met up, you were doing some like um, on your own kind of happy hour. Let's just like get to know each other. Was there a point where it's like, okay, we're gonna make this project and it's gonna be about X, Y, Z or was it just through the process it all just kind of came out? I think I was the one that wanted to put rules on things which is really hard for me to say because I don't like rules. And I don't want to put rules on myself and I don't want to put rules on other people and I don't want to put rules on my students and I don't like saying no, but there were definitely moments where I was like trying to make sense of it all and like trying to put things in boxes so that they would make sense. And Christina was really helpful to be like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, let's just see what happens. It will happen it will be okay. We will get there. And she was right. Because like, honestly, I think I just was like getting too excited, but also wanting to look forward to something and thinking that I needed to know what the goal was in order to get there. And with digital world stuff, it's hard to kind of 
feel that excitement or that connection. But Christina helped me be like, no, no, it will happen. We will do this. Trust us. This will be okay. And it was so right because I was overthinking. Uh, the the truth is that what we our ambitions were in the beginning were really big, but the restrictions of our non-physical contact were really big as well. So our exchange sort of had to happen during our lives at the same time in two yeah. different places of the world. So for me, I think I for both of us, the reflection and having in mind that right now I'm seeing an image in Greece or something that reminds me of Shannon or I will send it to Shannon, uh, write something about it and she will uh, connect it to something that she feels at the same time in the US. So mm -hmm. there were two or three uh, stages, I think, during our, um, during the activity during the residency that we said, okay, this means that, for example, we would have that in the beginning, our shapes wouldn't meet. Right. So we took a direction over like, okay, we are the shapes right now, wouldn't meet at the same page. So if you will see during the project, there is this um, two, three stages difference where they come together closer towards the end. So we said, okay, we have this as a factor. We had two, three rules that we would use as a, um, like a narrative point of like, yeah. how do we say this point? Yeah, there was, there was like three or four different ways that we were viewing our shapes individually. So Christina had her shapes. I also had my shapes. We were also documenting and sharing photos. We we're also documenting, sharing, communicating, reflecting our own lived lives in Athens, in the United States. And then how it all pieced together on these like different segments of our lived lives impacted the project itself. So at the very beginning, you can see that our individual shapes are different um, and they were separated. They might've lived on each other's pictures or lived in each other's worlds or of images of each other's worlds, but they were separated towards the middle of our journey when both of our lives shifted completely for similar reasons and different reasons, our shapes then start getting closer and like more interested in intermingling or working closer together mm. in this moment of like, this is our moment of transition, our moment of vacation, our moment of whatever it was to then closer towards the end when our lives are both so different from when we started, whether it be occupationally, where we're living, who we interact with on our daily, real, real lived lives. And then our shapes also kind of reflect that. They start actually meeting together a little bit more, both digitally and then towards the end, tangible, tangibly, physically in an actual space. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Christina? Does that make sense? Like, did I? Yes, have... completely. Yeah. Okay. And giving the, at the end, giving the different ideas of how this could be formed in the future in a different space, in a more digital or in a more physical and ongoing right. process. Right. 
yeah, what does like the format of the book or of a, you know, how did you get there? Is it like, this is really linear? So it makes sense to have like this narrative quality or is that just the beginning? Kind of talk about the format of how you kind of synthesize some of these things. It felt like a diary. The yeah. whole the whole procedure felt like a diary. So we thought at the end the more uh, like solid way to portray our reflections throughout this year was as if we would share a diary with each other. So it flips, it's like a some sort of I think what do you think, Shannon? It felt for me that we shared yeah, I think linearly makes sense with how our relationship grew, but also how the art itself, the project itself evolved. Like you can see moments in time where we're, where our images change. Like all of a sudden you don't see a handheld journal anymore. The digital pages just become the journal. And I think that shows where our transition of thinking happens and like what we needed in order, what confines we could let go of and what we didn't need to be held by. We also started creating differently depending on where we were. Like this reality that we created with each other, like this shared collaborative diary piece like lived with us throughout it all. So it just made sense that it changed through time. It's true. And we thought at some point, I think in the beginning or in towards that, I think in the beginning, we thought that every page would have a diary as a background, but that yeah. became a restriction after a point because we would want to combine images, writings. Yeah. So it became the physical diary into a digital one. Yeah. Yes. Well, what I think what I really enjoy the most is like, you know, you, you, you use the diary maybe as a starting point and you kind of use this like her page, my page, you know, like maybe there was at some point some consistency of like who's on the left, who's on the right. But then as you flip through the images, no one gets lost, but there's also not a clear indication of who is who, which I like. So it's like, neither voice is really like melted down, but there's also not, it's not a very like one side and the other side or like, you know, call and response. It's very like integrated together and playful and like, like a conversation would be that it's not always you talk, I talk, you talk, I, you know, it can be this like, crazy like oh my god like that's what I thought too and like it ex escalates and then maybe it's quiet and yeah so I think to me that's the most exciting of like I know this is two people's work I don't feel like y'all created a third like persona but it's also not like totally clear who is saying what so yeah yeah I see what you mean it's a as organic as it gets. It's a fluid in a good way. Like 
in a lot of images, we started feeling more confident and exploring yeah. each other's story and putting a different story on your story than you uh, comment on mine. Yeah, there was this exchange. It was really good. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. really good. And it is really good. It still is really good with this being able to trust another person. Like, yes, I am giving you pictures from my life. And yes, I'm giving you my shapes and you're trusting me to play with yours in the same way. It's very vulnerable because I wasn't just sending anything to Christina. And I don't think Christina was just sending anything to me. I think they were all charged with something Mm. behind it. So allowing that trust and that play to happen at the same time was good. Like there weren't any rules, this person on the left, this person on the right. There wasn't any, I'm doing this and you're doing that. It was a, go ahead. No, let's do it. Yeah. And did you feel like, you know, being in some of those early conversations as a facilitator, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, we're really putting a lot of pressure on these artists to try to synthesize these like very, you know, up there concepts. Um, Did you feel like once you actually got into the, the art making, it was like, okay, now we can actually communicate. We can see what's in front of us. We can respond to it. Like the things started to make more sense once you were like in the throes of it. I think once we were able to get together and just do what we do and play and explore and experiment the way we wanted to, it was fine. I think with those beginning conversations, it felt like there had to be a way. Um, And once we were both like, yeah, no, no, let's just do what we do. Let's make how we make, let's learn each other. We were able to figure it out in a way that is truthful to both our making processes and something that we could be proud of ultimately. Like, I'm super proud of this project. Mm. Yes, it's true. We found, we found our path, our tempo, we synced. It just took a bit of time in the beginning, but as when you met someone. You gain from like the other artists in the residency, like you had your individual project, but then we came together as a group would this project have, would tangible metaphora existed or, you know, if we just in the residency said, okay, we're going to have two artists and we're just going to like have two artists make a thing together. Did something about like knowing there's other people out there doing a thing, even though maybe you didn't have contact with them after the huddles, like, was that helpful? I think I felt a group, like a group project in that way. I felt we belonged in a bigger group. Either we had the chance to meet them or not, or uh, just even those uh, meetings were fun just to see that everybody else was doing the same. I, I felt the feeling of I belong somewhere, which I definitely needed at that point. As I said, because it was during the quarantine and we were all working on something together and then uh, like individually in the groups working on something else but we all belonged somewhere I don't know if, 
Yeah, it was at the beginning with all of those different huddles. It was kind of everything was kind of at a distance. So yeah, we're meeting together on Zoom, but if that if you're not in the same group with someone to talk or if somebody's choosing not to talk or life their own life time zone is messing up the huddle like a lot of the relationships that I was building in that digital huddle space was because I put in the work to kind of learn about who these people were, um, which was nice to see. Like you see people and the really cool dope things that they're doing and you're like, yes, I'm so proud of you. Like, this is so good. Um, yeah. And like, even when huddles kind of stopped, like you still, they still resurface on the social medias or still resurface on the email threads. And it's nice to see that they're doing something similar. Like they're in this cohort of quarantined virtual residency. <laughs> yeah. What about, um, so now seeing the project online and kind of, um, you know, really seeing it kind of synthesize, sharing it with the public. Are you getting more ideas of like where this could lead or is it like, okay, maybe I could replicate this at home and with another person or where is it kind of leading? <laughs> um, where is it kind of leading? Um, I wouldn't, I don't want to do tangible metaphor with anybody else. For sure. That's I our little <laughs> Yeah, I would be interested in maybe navigating other people through a similar process and empowering them to do something similar with somebody else that they want to create a reality with. Um, I would love to see our shapes physically somewhere bigger in like a more physical, more tangible installation space. Yeah, I think, that would be yeah, that would be cool. I would love to keep doing what we're doing. Yes, I completely agree. Yeah. And we could also see this project turn into something itself, like a website, or like a, also digital continuity of what they started to be as a diary to become like something else, even more tangible. <laughs> like even if it's digital or if it's physical. And I really hope we can bring the original shapes together and us and meet in person. Basically. Yeah, that'd be so good. Yeah, and do something about, yeah, the project. We talked early about like, how do we live in the world of art like how do we live in the world of art that we create and i think we're still trying to find answers to that question and tangible metaphor is a really solid spot to start and i think we've made the groundwork to figure out that answer to the question yeah it seems like a very flexible kind of universe that you can kind of run your ideas or just, yeah, use it. I love the idea of using it as a platform and, and not even as a how-to book to collaborate, but just kind of this like map or a 
yeah, you know, a framework of collaboration. Um, Cause I think that was the goal of a lot of this residency was just like, what does that process even look like? Um, and I think this would be a really, yeah, like inviting other artists to live in the universe that you've created would just be super cool if that's a goal. Um, yeah, it just seems like there's a lot of possibilities. Yeah, I like the word universe. Yeah. It seems endless. <laughs> Visit nicklackgallery.org, that's nclacgallery.org, to view the 2021 North Louisiana Virtual Residency Exhibition on display from February 1st through March 26, 2022. There you will be able to see the work of Tangible Metaphor along with the other seven projects in the residency. The RLCF Retrospective Podcast is a project of the Ross Lynn Charitable Foundation and is produced in downtown Ruston, Louisiana. The background music is by Ross Lynn himself. To learn more about the Ross Lynn Foundation and how to support our work, you can visit us online at www.rosslynnfoundation.org or find us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening to RLCF Retrospective. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. See you next time.